Welcome to the Language 180 Podcast, where we talk about learning language and sharing the gospel. Today I get to talk with some good friends of mine in Central Asia who spend a lot of time with students and orphans and have them in their home and share the gospel with them as they learn the language. One of the things that we think about when we uh, learn language is we have the opportunity to be able to talk with people about the gospel as we learn to share the gospel and they get to hear it and we get to hear it back and uh, as they learn it that's kind of like a discipleship opportunity that we get to learn the language but also share the gospel with them as we do that. Can you just talk a little bit about your experience in doing that? Sure. That um, One thing that I've been able to do uh, is with my tutor she is a Muslim lady, and um, as a family, we have shared the gospel with her, but she um, has not been responsive to it. So I took my uh, lesson and I told her to uh, ask her to help me with my um, discipleship course that I was teaching a couple of girls through, and uh, just ask her to be my student, and I would go through the lesson with her as I would with the students and then she could correct me and help me and she was willing to do that and just use that chance to uh, show her the material. I asked her to record the verses for me on my phone uh, to say them again and again uh, things like that just so she was actually going through the material with me uh, but she thought she was doing it as my tutor. That's so wonderful to hear about ministry opportunities that arise in the context of learning language. Um, one of the other things that I've that I often think about is relationships. Relationships are everything in the um, the ministries that God calls us into. As we think about the investment and the time and the gospel opportunities, can you share a little bit about how relationships have uh, been? so important in your ministry? Mm-hmm, yeah, uh, certainly your relationships are the, the way that enables us to share our faith. And it is not something easy to, to do, uh, to build relationships, especially in our context. It takes time, it takes effort, and uh, it, it takes uh, ingenuity in some ways, trying to figure out how we can build up relationships uh, with, in our case, with a lot of young people, students, local students, international students, uh, and uh, orphans, that all adult orphans, with whom uh, we it took us a while to build a relationship. But, and the way we did it was inviting them to our home to have dinner, have games, and uh, little by little, uh, they started coming even on their own or calling if they could come. Uh, that gave us an opportunity to show them that we care for them, that we love them, uh, that we have interest in them. So as uh, as our relationship with them grew, it was just natural to share you know what we uh, what we see as an important part of our life, which is our relationship with God through Jesus. So sometimes. You know, it was at the dinner table that something like that, some something would come up that gave us the opportunity to to bring that to the table. But also, 
as we build those relationships, it gave us kind of the right to speak into their lives when needed. And as we saw areas that we needed to address in their situation, we were able to you know, take one-on-one uh, with them and, and really go to that, to that aspect that we saw that was needed or in some cases, to speak specifically about their need of Jesus and the relationship with God through Jesus. And because we had already had a year, two years of relationship with them in playing games and just hanging out and just, you know, in in a different environment in our home, uh, they felt that, yeah, we were doing this because we care for them, because we love them, and uh, they were willing to listen and to be engaged. I love hearing that, hearing you talk about relationship and spending time and investing, just being with these these kids, these young people, um, and hearing about how you've had these opportunities by spending hours and hours with them in your home, and they want to come to your home and be with you, but how those opportunities emerge to share about your relationship with God and how meaningful that is. Can I ask you to share about, um, you know, during during the the lockdown, mm-hmm. uh, you had some you had some young people calling you wanting to come over. Yes, uh, during the lockdown in our country, it was a serious one, where people couldn't move unless they had a permission uh, from the city or the police. Uh, buses were functioning, but uh, bus stations were filled with policemen who would, ha- would require to see the permission of the people getting in the buses. So, uh, needless to say, you know, we nobody could come to our house, and, uh, and you know, all the kids that we are connected with knew they couldn't come. But uh, we started getting, after three weeks, two, three weeks, you know, that not seeing each other, not uh, uh, being able to hug them and uh, hug each other, uh, they started calling, you know, to see, well, uh, can, can I come? And there was one instance in which uh, this girl said, you know, listen, I, I have to see you. Can I come to see you? And I said, it is not possible. You, you know, it's, uh, it's not there are police on the streets and so forth. And she said, well, actually, I learned that such and such station, bus station, does not have policemen. So I thought I would take a bus right there. And then from there, I can take a bus that goes to your house, and you know, the policeman will not know. And it was so hard to say, oh, no, no, you cannot do it, because that, she had a plan, and we wanted to see her. And, uh, uh, you know, it was, well, well, we, it is, that's a good idea, but we cannot do this. Yeah, and... Uh, and of course, you know, she said, you know, I'm going to wear a mask and, you know, all the, the whole thing that was required when you were on the street. But it came down to a, a good teaching moment in which we had to explain that, yeah, we could do that, except that we would be disobeying the authorities, yeah, the civil authorities. And since we are, in my words were, since we're trying to teach you guys and we're trying to learn to be obedient to the Bible, yeah, and the Bible clearly teaches us to be obedient to our authorities. It would not be right. Yeah, and of course, she, she was disappointed, and we were very disappointed because we wanted to see her, you know. Uh, and uh, But she understood that, okay, this is something that, you know, you were right. 
if we are trying to follow the teachings of the Bible, then we really need to, to do to practice those teachings. And one of them, whether we like it or not, is to obey the authorities. Uh, so, uh, you know, uh, she can come until things start opening up. But uh, uh, that, that really, we, uh, we found that that was a good teaching moment in which also we had to learn that, yes, if we're teaching you, we're going to do it. And I would imagine that when she did come, she understood that teaching even more. But what a great expression of, of your openness and your love for her and her love for you wanting to come over. Uh, and I'm sure that that's really a reflection of the investment you have with so many of these young people. That's a wonderful story and a wonderful testimony. Any other, you know, when I think of the, the motivation to learn language or to be in the language, I, I often think that the best motivation is to share the gospel. So anything else come to mind uh, when you think of, of um, opportunities you've had to share the gospel that has spurred you on to learn more language to be able to do that better and better? Um, yes, um, in fact, I uh, had something that was, felt like a failure and this past year in that I was uh, able to share with someone uh, and she seemed to be listening and she was very open, um, at least in her expression to me and, you know, shaking her head and acting like, yes, tell me more, tell me more. And I'm sharing with her um, the gospel. And I was so convinced that she uh, was receiving that, that I actually went to, um, to another room and was going to get a Bible and bring to her and ask her if she'd like to have it. And in the meantime, uh, she got up and left. She was so angry that uh, she didn't even, uh, she was angry at her mother, actually, because her mother is a believer. And she was attacking her mother verbally uh, because she thought she had sent me to tell her uh, about Jesus. And that wasn't the case at all. I had just gone and was sharing because that's what we do, you know. We, uh, But she was just... Uh, anyway, it really hit me. You have got to um, make it a um, a priority this year to get your spiritual language down pat. Cause uh, you know, maybe if I ha maybe I w was not saying things in a way that she really understood. Uh, um, anyway, that was really convicting for me, and uh, I really want to want to practice uh, speaking more clearly my spiritual language. That's a good word for all of us. And thanks for sharing, guys, about um, things related to language and culture, but most, most of all related to just opportunities to share the gospel and the wonderful um, testimony of, of lives touched that you guys have had the opportunities to see the fruit of the gospel in so many lives. And uh, may the Lord just be richly blessed through your, through your ministry as people come to the, to the Lord. Thanks for sharing. Thank you. Thank you. Join us next time for more cool stories about language learning and sharing the gospel on the Language 180 podcast.